Cheers, Coin. Cheers, Maso. Guys, welcome back. Episode four of the One Percenters. Coin, we're just a couple of big kids talking about adult problems on this podcast. And look, episode four now, we're four weeks into the podcast. It's it's going pretty well so far. Gone great so far, Maso. And uh, our, we've got our new beginnings now. So first episode that's getting filmed as well. It's a bit so. exciting. Exciting times. We're going global. We're going big. So. <laughs> We're just trying to do it, trying to do our little bit here to get the get the content out there, get our name out there a bit more, and give also our audience just um, something else to look forward to. Give them a little bit of insight as to one what we look like if they don't know already. Yeah, and uh, they're probably going to be a bit disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who we are. Like they're just going to be looking at the camera like, oh shit. Might just listen to the pod- podcast on Spotify. Hey, it's just it's just better if they left. Better if they're left unseen. Don't want to see them on TikTok or another yeah. stuff they got over Not at all. Not at all. Said. Yeah, head for radio, 100%. But guys, um, yeah, it's, just, it's the start of a new era of the 1%ers. So I'm obviously, yeah, getting the camera. way to start it, Meso, then in Wife Beaters, our favourite fashion statement to go by. I live and die by this. And um, yeah, this is beautiful. And I'm going to wear this rain hail or shine, mate. You see me out. Going for a run in this, you see me going to the club in this, you see me doing podcasts in this, see me everywhere in this thing. Hundred percent, that's the only way to be. Um, definitely, we'll be repping the repping the white beaters three hundred and sixty five days here. We might chuck a beanie on when it gets a bit colder, coin, and then if it gets a little bit hot, we'll just wear them with the budgies. But get like a custom like white beater to go on top of the beat. Might have to might have to start selling some apparel white beater for the one. White beaters, yeah. You never know. But um, guys, we hope you've had an awesome weekend. Obviously, being Australia Day. And then the hottest 100 over the weekend. We hope that you guys, yeah, um, celebrated in every which way that you'd prefer. And um, hopefully you guys got your hottest 100 predictions right because... As no, you I definitely know, was nowhere near it. Well, if you're, if you're a listener, you'll know that I did guess the number one coin. I'm pretty stoked with that. I'm not going to lie. Did you bet on it? I didn't bet on it because I thought it would be too predictable. I probably wouldn't have won as much money as I would have liked to. But um, I am pretty happy with... Yeah, Ben, how we get so I've got got that bragging right for the next twelve months. Look, little this is um a bit out there this stage, but I think hottest one hundred still the same as what it used to be. I don't think so. Like, I just think like I went down to the beach and then I didn't even I was in the beery line like listening to the hottest like yeah hottest one hundred like I didn't really care about it that much. Like the last like ten songs I was in the beery line. Yeah, and ten songs is like a while. So those of you who know the beery line is fucking long. I was say, on that's, weekend. that's forty minutes to an hour, right? Yeah, just spend a lot half to and that's commentary and up. And we we got like a head start as well. Like we got our friends to like stand and then that cut the line, which is a bit of a dick move to do. But someone's got to do it. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. Like I feel like you use whatever way you can to get to the front. Like. There was beautiful women just walking straight up to the front <laughs> and just getting straight in straight away. Like a bit of privilege there. Fuck, it pays to be hot, eh? I oh, know, it's ridiculous. And a little story on that, Mace, so Please. By your way. Um, so by the time you listen to this, guys, uh, the fourth episode, I'll be going over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, coming back Sunday to Canberra for a little while. I'm going there with a close friend. And this close friend, she's actually like, kind of like a social media influencer, kind of... Like us. Like, yeah, like us, pretty much. <laughs> Just like, bigger and better. Yeah, probably bigger, <laughs> better, and better looking than us as well. But um, so we were trying to look for accommodation down in Canberra just for like a couple nights. And it came out like fairly expensive. Not like too expensive, but we're both broke at the moment. So we're like, oh, we want to try and get something cheaper. She just um, messaged a few hotels, right, and said... <laughs> It's so unfair. Like life, this 
the story I'm about to tell is going to just show you that life's just unfair on every level. And so she messaged a few hotels saying like, oh, we should collaborate. I'm coming down to Canberra for the first time. We should like link up, collaborate. I'm happy to post a few photos of you. And so she gets a message back saying, we'd be more from the hotel down there. Nice, pretty luxurious hotel saying, yeah, we'd be more than happy to do that. Um, so that's the first message. And then they just talking and stuff. And then out of the blue as well, they <laughs> about an hour later, they message again the hotel and said, oh, we'd also like to upgrade you to like the main suite of the hotel. Fucking free upgrades. And give you a free dinner <laughs> on the night, like a fine dining dinner as well. <laughs> We're just like licking our lips, like this is like the best thing ever, and it really opened my eyes into like how like social media can like just change your life, and just being able to like be influential on like that those kind of platforms like can really like give you a lot of like opportunities and save money, like which is what we're all trying to do out here. It's a crazy world we're living in, Queen. I think I speak from behalf of myself and our audience. I'd just like to say fuck you personally. Yeah. <laughs> For taking that privilege away from the rest of us. Um, but you never know. There could be, yeah, we could be on a big thing here on the 1% of podcast. We might have to reach out to a couple of hotels if we're yeah, ever going maybe. away. A couple of, actually, our holidays more those caravan parks. So we might just have to reach out to a couple of campsites <laughs> and be like, oh. Um, campsites have a $20 a night. Oh, 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 oh look at this. We're from guys. Re-accommodation really or yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll record a podcast in your reception area or something like that just to give you a bit of hype. For our 200 followers, bro. We'll take a photo of the campsite and post it on it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, we've got a, um, a good episode lined up here for you. Actually, that's a bit biased for me to say, but we usually think our content goes all right. Um, goes all right. It's not too bad. But it was, yeah, we've um, got a few things planned, and we hope you enjoy this episode of The One Percenters. Welcome back from the interlude music. Uh, it's been a little bit refined as well, the interlude music, so we hope you like it a little bit better. It fades in and out, so it's looking great. Um, it's as technical as we get. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing too, too much. We've said like lately when we're not technologically advanced in any app. None the slightest. Um, but moving on today to the first segment, and following on from last week's segment, actually counteracting it, last week we talked about the world's worst people and just shit people you don't want to be around. AKA your parking rangers, highway patrol. Dad was angry, all yep. that kind of bullshit. Yep, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, today we're actually uh, talking about people that restore your faith in humanity, Meso. Yep. And uh, to kick us off, just all around good blokes, volunteers at Red Cross and help, helpers who give you coffee and bickies at rest stops on freeway. Queen, I've actually experienced a few of these in my time. We used to go on family trips up to the Gold Coast. And as you know, uh, before they made these new roads that just bypass all the small towns, you had to go through all those little towns. So we were going through places like Kempsey and Grafton and all those sort of places for rest stops. They rely on goodwill. They do. Places. They do. And along with those stops come those just good-hearted country people and... Among them are these volunteers at your like your rest stops and all that sort of thing. I remember going there as a little tacker and just like getting a free pack of bickies and a little chocolate. Scotch finger in like yeah, a little yeah, packet. Yeah. Scotch yeah. fingers and then they give you like a hot chocolate or something. I, was, like, I swear it was all for free, man. Unless my parents paid for it. It would have been free for me regardless. But yeah. still, these people were just like just the world's best people in my opinion. Wait, is this a massive call? This is kind of a dick move on my behalf. But go on. Do you reckon they actually are like really good people? They probably are like or they just have nothing else to do. 
That's a bit heavy, man. No, honestly, I think... I feel like those are a bit of both. No, oh, they're I, really good blokes. In, in saying that, I think that they're people who are looking for something to do with their time because they're either retired or um, maybe their kids have moved on out of their town or something like that. So they are looking for a better use of their yeah. time because you never really see young people in there. Like yeah, yeah, it's always older people like retired kind of age. Exactly, age and they're just they're just looking to do some some good deeds, maybe, maybe to get themselves into heaven to undo the wrongs of their twenties and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. But um, they go straight to heaven, eh? I definitely think that yeah, no, they are good-hearted people, and if I was if I was in charge of like being the man upstairs, I'd let them in. Yeah, once they close the close the gates of hell, hundred percent. Um, but again, coin going on the topic of that older generation. Old people in the morning, when you see them, they acknowledge you, they say good morning when you walk past them, or they just compliment you for an act of service or your manners. I know you've got a little story about that. Yeah, matters. So talking about matters and just being like a good person in general, there was one time I finished work, probably about a year ago, around about the COVID period or whatever. I finished um, work one day and I was just, it was like the smallest deed of all time. I was walking by like the Crown Hotel in Terrible and there was a bit of like, there's like an Oreo packet or something just flying on the ground. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> Some bit of rubbish. And um, so I just go, it's flying on the ground and I do a little run after it. Like, like it's oh, pretty geek. Is that, I was about to say, is that Nick in itself? Oh, yeah, when chasing? Saw me chasing this little like plastic look. Fucking <laughs> thing going left, right and centre. It'd be uh, not good for me, not good look for me, but it ended up being a good look for me because I picked this paper up, right? And then put it in the bin, like the bin was like five metres away or whatever. And the, there's an old lady just standing up near the crown and she, she walks on over to me. She's like, did you just pick up that bit of rubbish? And I was like, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, it was me. I did. <laughs> and then she goes, it wasn't your rubbish either, was it? I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and she goes, that's really good of you. Like, you're a good human being. And Oi, how warm would you have felt on the inside after she's had that to you? I was invincible. I went <laughs> home. Invincible state. The next, the next week, I was untouchable. Like, I went to the gym, feel like I could bench like 300 kilos. <laughs> I just couldn't be stopped. You couldn't stop my mood for the next week. I'd just pump my chest out when I'd be walking around and all that kind of bullshit. Oh, I'd, there's nothing know. better than a good compliment from an old person. And you gain... Because re- I feel like... Old people, like, gaining their respect is harder than gaining a younger person's respect. I agree. You know what I mean? And I just got respect from an old person that day and I was pretty happy with myself. And you never know, Quinn, she could be a widow. She's just trying to crack on you. Maybe she's, yeah, she's having a crack. Takes um, a liking to the younger generation. actually, to be honest. So, a little guilt. I'm sure she'd buy a couple of drinks out of a supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, uh, Meso, like, with that as well, just other good people, SES workers, great blokes, do the sandbags, help with the floods. They're there when there's power lines down. They're there just doing their job, volunteering, just all-round good blokes. Quinn, the, the jack-of-all-trades, eh? Like, whenever there's a disaster, the SES are there. Obviously, when your emergency services and stuff like that get exhausted, yeah. these SES blokes just, they stop in and they offer a hand wherever they can. So yeah. I know that you and I have both volunteered, a little bit of self-praise here, for doing sandbags. Um, we did that for, like, one hour. Yeah, and it was for footy <laughs> well, training. trying to pump it yeah. up. <laughs> it was compulsory. No, I'm just trying to make myself feel better. I'm trying to fit myself into people that restore yeah. our faith in humanity. Yeah. No. They probably don't even fit in anywhere in the segment. Eh? Not at all. I just had to try and make it. We're just better. not good people. <laughs> 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 no, those SES workers, man, like, yeah, they're a godsend day, especially when you need them. Exactly. Um, but also, Queen, 
personally, these I love these people. Like if I ever pulled over on the side of the road and I got a chance to give one of them a hug, I would. People that give you a little flash of the lights when there's a cop or a mobile speed camera ahead. And they're like risking their own life. <laughs> yeah. They're putting their body on the line for you as well. Ultimate sacrifice. Because if they get caught, like that's a, that's a pretty big fine, I think, if you get caught doing For that. warning someone, is it? Yeah, for, you know how to flash to let like cops know mm. that they're around the corner. I knew that you. Could, I just thought it was more like a, of a frowned upon thing. No, it's actually. I think it's actually legitimately illegal. Yeah, wow. Like these guys have like blokes that do that. Me included, have the biggest cocks ever. Well, like they're just. <laughs> we don't make the rules. Yeah, we don't make the rules. There, to be honest. Uh, but people as well who clean up after themselves, just boys, just fucking clean up after yourself. If you're in your boy's car. You leave shit everywhere. That is so hypocritical of you to say, by the way. Oh, yeah. We'll let, well, I might leave this segment. Like, <laughs> just topic to you, eh? I, I was going to say. No, but people who get rid of their rubbish, aka coin with little old ladies in Terrigal. Um, people who pick up their dog shit. And just, yeah, people who actually do take their rubbish away from their mates' cars in particular. I tell you the sketchiest thing ever when you go on for a walk with your dog and you forget to bring bags and you're like, oh, my. Oh, you're playing Russian roulette. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're playing with fire there, seriously. The one time that I forgot, I think, like, Little they sweet. shit like four times. Bro, they do it on purpose. She took like four shits. One of them was the runniest thing ever. I had to fully yeah. take her into the disabled toilet and put like, she's under the toilet. I, I held her over the sink cut <laughs> because I didn't know what else to do. I just held her over the tap and I was like giving her a that's little shower. It was, it was that, so. That's not good. I had no options. Then the next time I took like four bags with me and the little fucker didn't shit once. <laughs> just to spite me. Fuck my dog's a big boxer and he does some absolute, he does some cow looking shit. That's probably me. the only good thing about having a small dog is small shits. Yeah. In my opinion. But, uh, but yeah, either way, you don't want to be picking up shit, but it has to be done. It's a good deed. 100%. And on the topic of, of shit and things that smell like shit, coin good people that bring deodorant with them wherever they go. Because Great you never bloke. know who's going to be in need. That's just like a really good human being. And that, that restores my faith in humanity mm. for sure. Because I'm definitely that bloke that don't, I go to the gym or whatever, um, and I don't bring deodorant or do something that I don't bring deodorant. Yep. And there's always that, like, one person in your group that, like, brings deodorant. Or just has it in their car. Or has it in their... I needed to start doing that, eh? I need to, like, pack, like, a little bag in my car. Either. But, like, deodorant, spare pair of clothes. A hygiene kit. Yeah, a little hygiene kit. Maybe a bit of floss in there. Yeah. You know, I never know what you're going to need, don't you? A bit of everything. Condoms. Oh, you fresh. You never <laughs> Who know. Who does? Speaking of dummies, snacks. <laughs> the the folk who brings snacks. What, like, the ones that, like, taste? No, nah, like, I was just saying, it's just, just, just taking a piss. <laughs> nah, you nah. definitely eat those see that. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, we'll give them the lick. Made the pineapple flavours. Made some good flavours. Strawberry flavours. Coca-Cola flavours. No, but just that one bloke in your group who's always got snacks. Like, you go over to his house, and then... Or his mum's cooked Jabba Feed. I was going to say, I feel like that's not, like, the mate's, like, duty. It's the mm-hmm. mate's parents. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you love going over to that mate's house just because... Yeah, because you know you're getting, like, fit. That's like same as your nans when you're younger. Like you love going to your nans' place because you know they're going to support all the fuck. Well, yeah, no, but then you get I I don't know if this used to happen to you, but I've seen a few memes about it as well because it happened to me. My grandparents would keep those old like cookie tins. Yeah, you yeah, open yeah. them up though, it'd be full of sewing shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest troll ever. Yeah, and you think you're trying to sneak them as well. You're like, oh no one's looking. Yeah, to sneak some cookies into me. You open them. Like, Stick oh. your hand in there without looking. You get a fucking handful of sewing needles, bro, and you just bleed. Them. I think my like. My nan's sole mission in life was to make me as fat as possible, honestly. <laughs> like, she used to, like... She did a pretty force, good job. She, yeah. <laughs> she used to force-feed me junk food. Like, 
I feel like I don't want any more M and M's. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's what honestly, that's what I think they do, eh? And they just and with grandparents as well, obviously, because they take the kids for only a small portion of time and they give them back to the parents. Bro, all they do is fuel them up with sugar. Yeah. They give them back to the parents. They're trying to impress the kids as well, so they don't want to come back. Hey, and as a kid, your grandparents in that situation are the people that restore your faith in humanity. But for the parents of the children who they've got to then take home on that sugar high. Your grandparents are the worst people in the world just yeah. because they've absolutely yeah, parents are pissed off then because you're just going bouncing off the walls Ex- exactly they've just rolled the kids up and then they're just going absolutely manic but coin what else have we got person who gives you their notes and answers to uni work those university kids down there or even tape we can throw tape in there there's yeah. probably guys in tape yeah. i don't know how like advanced they are intellectually <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all those trainee students <laughs> but um yeah, person who give those notes and answers at uni, like the smart... It, this is the best advice I could literally give anyone at uni, like ever. If you start uni, go and find the smartest person in your class and become best friends with them. 100%. Like, don't try and be like the social butterfly and just try and like be cool with all like the idiots because like generally they're the more social people in that kind of thing. Yeah. Go find the smart guy, become his best mate or grab his notes. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and then... But it's sort of like works both ways because I'm probably being a little bit, yeah. Um, like, Are you trying to say you hate smart? You're no, smart no, 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 I'm trying to like correlate the two, right? So say you're, say you're your typical like footy bloke like us, I guess, and then we're not the smartest tools in the shed. Speak for yourself. Well, 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 not the sharpest tools in the shed, right? You go make friends with that bloke who probably is the smartest. He might not have the best social skills, Queen. Yeah, So you can, you sort of give a little, you get a little in that Yes. Like, yeah, there's a trade-off. Hey, exactly. So you're helping him yeah. with his social life, and then he's helping you with your yeah. academic. You post him on the Insta and shit. Hey, 100%. Get his follower count. Get him to 1,000. If you yeah. listen to this as well, run me up to 1,000. I'm close to it. <laughs> Please unfollow him. Um, <laughs> go take him to get a fresh fade, because we know what that effect has on people. Look at me right now. Yep. We talked about this before. Like, there's a, a fresh fade or a fresh haircut is the male equivalent to makeup. Had one this morning, obviously filming our first episode. Still look terrible. Nah, you, you went from a two to a four. <laughs> you know, it's still better than a two. I still, I still doubled. Yeah, you still, still doubled. doubled exactly as the result of a haircut. Exactly, so. but yeah, I reckon that a hundred percent. But coin also, I've got a little story about this next one. So, those overly conscientious people, right? Yeah. Just people who are like they just look out for the others, yeah. right? They're just very selfless people. Yeah. So obviously they restore our faith in humanity, but this story in particular, I know you were there with me and it was actually just in this backyard that we're filming behind us. Yeah. So during COVID times, obviously we had restrictions in place that um, realistically just made life suck. Yeah. So I think, I don't even know what the limit was back in the day. You couldn't have more than like, was that 10? 10? Yeah, I was going like to say four inside, but like 10. Yeah, there's like four people inside or 10 people out. Yeah. Some bullshit. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, make it shit up on the spot. Yeah, 100%. Not get too political. Yeah, that was <laughs> picking, picking numbers out of a hat and going, yeah, you can have that many cunts in the house. <laughs> um, but we were obviously in the backyard on New Year's Eve. And New Year's Eve, as everyone knows, is just a very exciting time, especially as a young male or female or anyone else. Yeah. Um, and you want to go out and you want to celebrate with your mates. So I obviously put my hand up and had people over here in the backyard behind us. I, th- I thought... In the backyard, yeah, a little bit of privacy should be right. So we had music playing, uh, obviously playing a few drinking games and stuff like that. Everyone has a couple of drinks. They start yahooing a little bit. Like we get a little bit louder. The volume goes up. And then obviously people as well in COVID find out that you're hosting something or there's something on. So they then ask you if they can come. So then it just turns into a bit of a like, yeah. a, like a backyard festival. Really. Yeah. 
Um, but we obviously had the music and stuff going. And then I remember everything dropped silent. Like it just went, abs- just there was a click of a finger and then everyone just shut up. And I was, oh, and that was the, yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone goes to me, like, cause obviously my backyard is linked to another backyard via a fence. And then, um, as most the, houses are. Sh- yeah, well, not all of them. <laughs> just find a little bit of context here. Normal suburban house. But, oh, mate. Steve, I'll give him a shout out, Steve. Yeah. I he probably will not listen to this or know the real podcast. Steve, I think he's on Hilltop. Well, he, he's moved now. I don't, oh, know, okay. I don't know where he is. Hopefully he's all right because he just did me a massive favor this day. But he pokes his head over the fence and then said to some of the boys who are up closer to the fence, where's Mato? And then everyone's going, shit. Fuck, he's dogging us in there. And cops like, are about to come cops about, well, We're expecting lights and sirens. Yeah. And then he's gone, he's pulled me over. He goes, Mato, come here. And then I was like, yeah, Steve's everything all right? And he goes, mate. I'm just about to start doing the whippersnipping. Will that be too loud for you, boys? <laughs> <laughs> you're not even about to slide. You would fucking say was... you're not allowed to do this during COVID. Bro, I <laughs> thought I was spending New Year's Eve and into the New Year behind bars, and then this bloke's just going, mate, I hope he's having a good time. Do you mind if I do some whippersnipping now? Will that be too loud for you? Mate, that's a perfect description of a conscientious person. Oh, like, he's just, he just making sure everyone else around him is all right. He's not disturbing the peace of these days. Absolute king, I think. Fuck, that last look had... Living next to neighbors like that, eh? A hundred percent. What about me? So I know uh, you don't really do this too often, but the mate that shouts the frozen coats after exercise. I've been known to shout some here or there. Maybe he's not close enough to me that you've been in the car think, when I shit. No, I think he did them when they're a dollar, but now they're chili dollars. <laughs> you tired us. You don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, no, mate, we got frozen coats at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hate is that when your parents oh. say that? They're like, oh, can I get, can I get some like, take out or something They're like no we've got food at home we're like mum we've got like three grapes and a <laughs> piece of bread and a sultana <laughs> is fucking nothing bro that's sad but obviously the people who still shout the frozen cakes to this day have obviously just accelerated their status as an even better person paying double but they probably get paid more like inflation and all that bullshit, fucking inflation so. quint exactly it's ridiculous anyway, but we're trying to stay positive and speaking of positivity I actually personally have an alarm set on my phone, right? Every Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. You guys who have listened to us will know what I'm talking about. Sunday scaries, right? We all get them at worst some stage. Known to man. Probably, yeah, the worst thing known to man. Those people that message you on the Sunday nights or they message you on holidays just after you've had a big night. I know that we've both done this for each yeah. other. Um, I've obviously been in Cairns on a footy trip and then you messaged me every morning, I think, and you actually got me through the trip. Yeah. I'm not even lying, right? Like, you got the worst scaries ever. Oh, I just remember like waking up every day, hating myself. Yeah. And then, um, I remember when you were in Bali as well, I'd, oh. I'd flick you a couple of messages and be like, coin house things, how's it all going? Like, are you okay? And stuff like that. And then you, I and I was quite be like, no, I'm not okay. I'm like, you, that message helped. <laughs> It does. I'm not scared what I did last night. I don't even know what I did last night, and that's the scariest part. It makes you shed a tear, but if you're the person out there that just checks up on your mates, especially after those big nights, cures their anxiety a little bit, you are, yeah, you've you've got the status of just a good bloke. Yeah, 100%, 100% is. But, Coin, I know that you're very passionate about this next one. Yeah, mate, so, so a little, like, bro... Talk, going back to the shit topic, we always get somewhere back here, but the bloke who pisses the shit stain off the to- toilet bowl, he's just putting in the one percenters, mate. Putting in the one percenters. Like this guy, he trying he trying to save water, he trying to save scrubbing, he trying to save time, he trying to save product, bro. 
Well, he's he just using his own biological processes to literally clean the toilet. His full reduced the carbon footprint that he's giving you out by pissing off the shit stain in the toilet. Exactly, mate. And he's just... Like, that makes, like, me feel good on the inside that there's people out there that actually do that. Like, they literally go to the toilet and just try and piss the st- poo stain off. And and tell I tell you what, mate, so you have to get a fair bit of, like, force and power into that because some of those stains are ingrained on those toilets. Like, <laughs> Especially when you're out in public, too. They're deep, bro. Yes. yes. Somebody be fighting demons on that toilet to, like, leave stains like that shit. So we're just helping out to clean this queen. And, uh, mate, so to add on to that, they're, they're spraying Glen 20 as well. Yeah. You got to spray some Glen Twenty onto the onto the top of that. The guys that do that, they take it, take a mean dump, and then open a window, open a window, spray a bit of Glen Twenty, dump a flush, off, make sure there's no residue left in there. That's the definition of conscientious, right? There. And then wait in the toilet for thirty minutes till they need to piss again, <laughs> just to piss the poo stain off. So, yeah, like a great like the bloke that fucking does a shit, gets up for whatever reason, needs to piss, pisses his shit off, sprays the Glen, Glen Twenty, opens yeah. a window. Yeah, right, that's the next prime minister, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd vote for him, a hundred percent. And Queen, I'm gonna let you say this next one because I just think it's too quality, and I know that you've done this. I love this, eh? I'm so this guy, and I'm not trying to talk myself up, but these are like the best guys in humanity. Like, <laughs> these are the guys you want to be mates with. Go find you one of those. These guys. They care about everything, whether they're humans or not. But anyone that who flips over bugs when they're in distress. <laughs> <laughs> so just for a little bit of context, Corinne, you're walking along. You spot this one poor little Christmas beetle. Yeah, little Christmas beetle. It's always the Christmas beetle. Always the Christmas beetle. They don't know what to do. They always wind themselves on their back somehow. I reckon they're just like, ah, oh, shit. You yeah. yelled in. They're like, fuck, my for a couple of days. That <laughs> one walks by. But you're the one bloke that comes on. You spot them from a mile away because obviously they've got those pretty colours. And yeah. you just go, I got you, brother. Yeah. Give him a little flip. Here you go, little fella. Yeah. I'll put you on your legs. <laughs> and then neck mini flies up and just goes on his back again and like, got you, bro. Yeah. No, you're just looking after him. See, I'm a real one with the bugs. Man. Full guardian angel. <laughs> All right, guys. But we hope we've restored your faith in uh, humanity there. Obviously, if you do any of these things, we praise you. And if you don't, maybe just go out there and make the effort. Take some notes on what we just said. And uh, yeah, that's it. guys so staying on the topic of of humanity um we've obviously spoken about people that restore our faith these are things that we consider crimes against humanity so coin and i thought we'd get a couple of things together well actually there's a fair few here coin because yeah. there's a fair few things people can do that we consider it's crimes against just, just exactly crime, mate. exactly but um with that being said guys here's some crimes against humanity we think that you'll be one be able to resonate with um if you're the person that has formed these sort of crimes or if you've been in the presence of a crime at the time and maybe you didn't know about it yeah so we just thought we'd vocalize this we'd get it all out there in the open and hopefully add this as a bit of a coping mechanism for you exactly and let's what better way to kick it off than the all-time cardinal sin of farting in an elevator <laughs> wait i'm not gonna i'm throwing myself under the bus you did done yeah. so many times <laughs> i probably am isn't yeah. it? i think everyone's done it at some point or oh. actually no i kind of try and hold it in because as we were talking about before, I feel like I'm a kind of conscientious person. Yeah. So I'm like, I can run. If I hold it for like 30 seconds, I can hold it for 30 seconds. Okay. So I'm just like, oh. And I don't want to make like an awkward situation where like everyone just like, like I hate like awkward confrontational like situations. I'm like that type of guy that will shy away from all that bullshit. Yeah. I hate like making myself like heaps out there and drawing heaps of attention to myself. Like, 
yeah, that kind of shit. Do you ever feel like though, when you've got a fart in the chamber ready to go, you you know whether or not it's going to be loud? Loud, yeah, yeah, yeah I know so exactly. When it's if you be loud. feel like you can just like let it out real soft and just like squeeze. Yeah, my name soft one's deadly, bro. Right. Oh, it's it's a like, fucking high risk, high reward situation. No, you know my theories because it like runs like slowly past like the poo particles <laughs> in the show, and it like encapsulates like some poo particles in it <laughs> as it goes out. Bro, you're just giving everyone fucking in the elevator pink eye as well, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but 100%. Like, I feel like when I'm in the elevator with my mates, I just don't hold back. But then I feel bad when a little old lady gets in with a trolley on the floor that I get out on, and then she's got to walk into the <laughs> yeah the disaster. I'm she, just left. she going into a war field right there, <laughs> battlefield. Poor thing. Probably took a few years off her life as we're in the process. <laughs> she don't have one left anyway. <laughs> Bitcoin, say we've just gotten out of the elevator and we're in the food court, right? Your mate's just ordered himself a Zinger box and he gets a can with his meal, just a can of Solo, but he grabs a straw and he drinks from the can with a straw. Crime oh, against humanity. That cunt's got a vagina, man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, there could be nothing worse you could do. Like, right. How do you look at yourself in the mirror now that you ask for a straw with a soft drink in Man, like nowadays, do you think we... you're bougie or something? I don't know, like, what? <laughs> even even worse, he brings his own metal straw to the shop. Oh, <laughs> oh like, how up, man? Oh, it's not that hard. That's honestly. an ick. That's an actual ick. Full ick. If you're bringing your own straw or just drinking out of a <laughs> straw in general. kids do, bro. Yeah, I can accept frozen Cokes, smoothies, milkshakes. Yes. But if you're drinking with a straw out of a can, you need to have a good hard time. Tell also like an ick mess of that kind of like on the straw topic. He's like... Older people past like eighteen, let's say, drinking little poppers. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never seen somebody. Wait, I did it the other day, and I was like, "Look at that!" I was like, "Okay, I've been pat one of these bad boys in about ten yeah. years." And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, "This looks weird, eh?" Yeah. Like, like no, it's too small for my hand. It's all right when you're in the company of your own home, but if you're out in public, oh, and you drink it. Yeah, I need it at home. I wouldn't yeah. go out in public and drink no, a pop. Only, only time it's acceptable, in my opinion, is an up and go. Because I feel like we all need yeah, it. Yeah, up and go is fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that in for sure. Yeah, but Coin, what's this next one we got? Betting against your beloved team. You can't Amazing. be doing it. You can't be doing it. Imagine this scenario. South Sydney, they're, they're five to one odds against like the top of the team or whatever. Run the Panthers. Yeah, pan- we'll say against the Panthers, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to dog my team just because I know that the Panthers are going to win this game. So I'm going to bet on the Panthers to win this game because they're pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. You're not a, you, you ain't a real one, bro, and you've never been a real one. No. Like, that's, that's a cunt move on every level. But yeah, I don't think you'd ever catch me doing that, coin, in all honesty. Um, you just, you got to support the team, your team, to the day you die. Like, yeah. it's just, it's an unspoken thing. Yeah. That you just make that like it's like a contract with yourself. You just can't. Yeah, it's your end. You got a contract with your soul's invested in that contract. Yeah. Like your soul could be taken. Full soul ties with your. Some, like exorcist like type shit, Blaze. Like you're bounded by like a contractual agreement. Yeah. With your soul, with maintaining like the most solid relationship exactly. with your team, and just. Like riding or dying with them, whether they're last on the table or first on the table. Exactly. And you're just exposing yourself as... You defend them every chance you can. Exactly. And you're just exposing your true colours in a sense as well. Like you're just showing that money means more to you than your team's success. Exactly. So you just... That's a red flag, right? It there. is. And that's a red flag. If, if I saw... If like, I met a lovely lady out and I knew she was like betting against her own team, like 
how can I trust that person? No. I can't trust that I mean, person. She's probably already started cheating on you. Yeah. <laughs> if she's cheating on her own team, she'll do it to you too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 100%. But also, being secretive to your mates about why you can't see them. So they say, hey, brother, I'm, we're going to the movies tonight. Are you in? Oh, sorry, boys. We've got a family dinner. You see, oh, your you do a tea. It bro. is not at all. Where's your evidence? Yo, Mason. Oh, every <laughs> for those of you watching this, I'll just look down this. the barrel of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm that intent with telling this story. Mason literally be saying like, "Oh, I can't go out in four days." Like it's literally <laughs> four days time. <laughs> We're like, "Oh, let's go out on Saturday. It's a Wednesday night." He'll be like, "Yo, man, sorry, I've got to mow the lawns." <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. No, okay, okay, no, I actually have done that. No, I did it one time when we were pulling up with the craziest things I've ever heard. Like, yo, sorry, I gotta feed my fish tonight. Like, I'm down to make it. No, all right, right. so a bit of context. There was one time we were sitting in the car, we'd just gotten back from a swim, I think it was at the beach or breakfast or something. And then everyone said, Do you want to go to the stadium and play basketball? And I said, I can't, I've got to go to work. And then it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, and then I started work at one. And then I said, yeah, guys, I'll go home before work, blah, blah, blah. That's crazy, man. I know, and then everyone's like, oh, mate, so he's got work in four weeks. He can't commit to plans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it just, it just stretches a bit more every oh, time. Just also throwing our mates under the bus. We are the worst human beings in the world for over-exaggerating. Oh, like, I feel like that's like Australian culture, but I feel like you've got to it has to be done. And you've got to wear it too. Like, I'll, I'll cop that on the chin. I'm not yeah. going to lie. But, yeah, Quinn, obviously, being secretive about your to your mates that I wasn't being secretive though so I feel like I can let myself off there because I was still like I still did go to work still was, especially now that you're in a relationships and stuff though I feel like you're just a bit like you're kind of a bit I don't know what the word is it's just like awesome. mysterious <laughs> no I'm definitely not awesome <laughs> you're just like mysterious now like, and you just lurk in the shadows and shit like yeah no like, no you're gonna find me yeah you never know what he's doing oh shit I'm just fine <laughs> <laughs> You got nervous. Wait, wait, I thought it was going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a bit of content for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that one was going to be quiet. Bro, bro. How good's that? Uh, but on, the, on the mate's topic as well, mate, so. Yeah. <laughs> that was a ripper, that oh. one. I just had an energy drink as well. That's an energy drink fart. He's Holy. got fucking light card pants on too. Most check them in after. Yeah, I was going to say, I might have to check the end. Can't be trusting a fart. But yeah, mate, so on the mate's topic, as I was saying before, using belittling language, I try and do this on average. I try and like assert my dominance in a conversation by, and I know how bad it is when someone, I work in like customer service type like role. So like when you like serve somebody and some old guys like, oh, thanks buddy. Or thanks, champ. I'm like, mate, you're I'll fucking throw this pizza at your face <laughs> if you're not careful. You're not that guy, pal. But yeah, like, on the alpha here, mate, you're, you ain't shit, like. Honestly, it's like, I feel like we could go on forever about that sort of language. Like, yeah, obviously, your champs, your buddies, your pals, Turbo, Tiger, Captain, etc., etc. Just any time you use that, especially when it's unprovoked. Like, yeah. say you're just doing your job right, like you said, you're serving pizzas, and you're just like, like here you go, mate, have a nice day. Yeah. It's like, yeah, thanks, buddy. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just belittling for no reason at all. Yeah. And that is a crime against humanity. I know. Well, I do do that with my mates, so as well, I'm not going to lie. Oh, we do it to, like, take the piss as well. Yeah, that, those guys have been serious. Yeah, that's, there's a difference. Yeah. Like, there's always a difference, kids, mate. Exactly. Settle down. Good coin. So what, let's, yeah, let's... Do a little situation here. 
um, little scenario for you. You stand over at your mate's house for a sleepover. He wakes up in the morning, says, what do you want to eat? He says, oh, we're out of bread. We've only got cereal. And you're like, yeah, mate, I'll just have a bowl of Nutri-Grain. He gets you a bowl, makes it up for you, but he pours the milk in before he pours in the cereal. May as well call him a serial killer. Bit that guy, yeah, that he's a serial killer. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Sorry. Such a dad. Sorry. Sorry. You are, oh, you're terrible, bro. <laughs> but they, that actually is fucked. Like, call him in. Like, grow up. Yeah, shit. honestly. Like, you can't be doing that, eh? Like, imagine you, you're trying to impress. Like, Milo. Like, put milk in, then Milo. Yeah, that's those type of guys. That's criminal. Like, you got to do a background check on that person. Mm. Like, that's some serious... They got problems, like, for sure. Mm. I feel like even back in the day, do you remember sipper straws? The little sipper straws that had, like, the cookies and cream or the chocolate mint fries yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? I feel even, like, I'd still probably put the straw in before I put the milk in with those. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, you know, very strange abnormal activity. Yeah, can't be doing that. But, yeah, mate, so I'm an advocate of this one. Um, but as I... I'm starting to want to get tattoos and that kind of thing. Like, I think it might be necessary. But shaving your legs as a bloke. Colin, I can't get around it personally. Nah. You don't really have hair, though. Well, like, my legs actually, like, are probably one, hair, of, one, yeah, one, one of the hairier parts of my body yeah. that I still will not. Besides you shave on it. Yeah, well, here you'd know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I'll never indulge in shaving my legs, like. It would just strip me of my masculinity. Yeah, I don't know. Like, probably think you look cool and stuff. Yeah, I, but... I get it. I, look, I get it. I'll make exceptions for those who have like ACL injuries, have to shave their whole leg so they can strap yeah get their ankle strap. Because yeah, there's no worse pain in the world. Shout out to all the women listening. Like, fucking getting like waxed or like, like which is pretty much like what pulling strapping tape off off is. Take like, low key like waxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit hurts. Like that, yeah. that really hurts. I I like start tearing up and like getting a water and stuff. I mean hats like, off because they're doing it for themselves, but they're also doing it for us. Yeah, I could like break my neck, but I'd rather break my neck than fucking like, oh. like getting getting like wax, bro. And that, you that put is really you put a wax strip near me, I'm just going to water it. Yeah. I'll be like, no, no I'll run it as far as I can. Yeah. Fast as yeah. I can. Oh hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Uh, Coin, but on the topic of, of women and why we why we love them dearly, um, you've got to look after your missus, right? And if you're the bloke out there who's on a night out or you're in a relationship and you're blowing your load early, you're just not looking after your missus. I know. Climbing against humanity. And maybe go down on her as well. Yeah. You're not doing that either. Come on. <laughs> Show them a bit of love. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. But also, Coin, I'm so passionate about this one because I feel like I'm I'm a right lane driver, right? Like I want to get from from A to B quickly. I want to drive. It's got something to do with like a let like stay in the left lane. Well, yeah, well that or hundred percent. If you're in the right lane and then you're going like five under the speed limit, also fuck you. But yeah. if you're also that cunt who pulls up to a set of, or sorry, is going through a set of lights. As soon as that light goes yellow, when you know full well you can both make it and you stop, you are a terrible human. Yeah. You're actually just ruining someone else's day yeah. for no reason. Yeah, I know. You could both get through that in a section. Back yourself, mate. <laughs> back yourself. Back yourself. Stop second guessing. We've yeah, spoken about this. guessing and just go through life backing yourself. It is not that hard. If you back yourself, you're going to make the lights, mate, even though kind of illegal, but you'll be right. Oh. But, mate, so as well, back, back to the mate's topic, stringing your mate along to plans that fall through, and mate, so... Oh. I hate to say it, but you're a culprit of this as well. Oh. Little story about a gym. So I changed my plans around trying to go to the gym with Naso. 
like really moved my fans around and stuff and went outside my my timetable to make sure like him we could go to the gym he was, he was accommodating me and then about half an hour before we we're about to go to the gym and like it was actually a kind of inconvenient time for me to go to the gym as well like it didn't really like work well with me i can just sound like and a then, person i know you kind of are but <laughs> and um but anyways half an hour before he's like oh i can't be bothered now eh? and i'm like boy my blood like boiled we boiling like i was like if i went near a human at that point i'll cop in a combo like i was so angry so i'm so sorry that's just a crime against humanity guys don't do that bullshit yeah you can't be doing that for sure um i feel like coin also on the topic of mates when you're in the car with them right yep. i feel like when you're in the car in particular being that mate who turns the music down or interrupts a song just as the best part comes on yeah that's a weird person though Oh, and I'm going to throw Phoenix under the bus here because Phoenix is a serial talker. He is a... And he he's will. a serial song skipper, like listens oh, to 10 seconds that's of all, song. Yeah, that's another thing, eh? I can't stand people. Yeah, listen to the full song. Or actually, maybe the last verse you could skip because usually like the last verse sucks. But if but... it's like leading up to the best bit or the chorus or whatever, I'm, I'm not like a, a music guru by any means. I know all about that melody shit or whatever. But like if you're, yeah, if you're, if it's getting up to the best part of the song and there's a big drop coming or the chorus is about to hit and then you fucking turn the music down to tell me something that's just happened. It's like, yeah. and it's it's always those people as well who will like see a notification on their phone. It's like, oh my God, America's just bombed Iraq. And it's like, bro, like that sucks, but you could have waited until the best part of the song came yeah. on first. You know what I mean? I'm vibe with some Drake, right? Yeah, seriously. Like that, that's, you can whack. It'll still be bombed in five minutes. Nine eleven, cool. Oh, we didn't cancel. <laughs> but mate, mate, so I don't really want to say this myself because I'm rather just upgraded. But iPhones with home buttons. Oh, that's. I feel like that's. I actually had an iPhone with a home button like felt that logo go away. Bro, that's an itch. So we're talking like I think it was. I'm living in 2004. <laughs> Dead set. I feel like it's your iPhone eight and down. We're all yeah, with home buttons. Yeah, eight. I think. Yeah. Like, if, bro, if you still got a home button on your iPhone, grow up. Yeah, but I was just trying to save the planet, not like get new phones. Yeah, like what? Year. By inconveniencing everyone else because you can't turn your phone on because it's always dead. Nah, because, like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Dealing everyone's portals left, right, and center. The coin on the topic of this as well fucking your mate's story. Yeah. How bad is that when you're trying to tell I, a story? Like, oi, it's so funny when somebody's telling a shit story, but <laughs> and you're like, oh, and that sounds heaps good. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that, that fucking sucks. Like, I've actually been there a couple. Of so times. sarcastic as well. Like, oh, yeah. oh, can you tell me more? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's heaps good. Oh, yeah. Who was there again? Yeah. When, and because always when you tell a story or and you, you reenact something it after that. Well, yeah, but you want to always add a little bit of frosting or like a bit of seasoning on top to make the story a bit more spicy, yeah. make it flow a bit better, so you can get a couple a of laughs or whatever. If your mate then comes in the conversation and goes oh what are we what are we talking about and then you mates have filled him in and then he goes oh that's not what happened i was there i'm like bro oh. <laughs> how embarrassing is that for yeah, you can't first be of all you're telling the story exactly you should be telling the truth i'm with you there but like make sure you can cover your tracks if yeah you lie about a story if your mate's already in neck deep just let him keep going for the love of fuck exactly mate so but bro code as well man so so violating bro code Mate's sister or ex misses. Yeah, you can't be getting with your mate's sister or the ex misses. Exactly. You can you can always mate's sister. You can you can joke date. No, you can date. I I reckon this is the line. You can date a mate's um sister, right? But you can't just go sleep with them. 
Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You gotta, is he going to trade him? Like, you get sleep with him, but you've got to keep going with it. you gotta, <laughs> you got to trade him right, I get you. Yeah. Um, also, coins talking, if you're in a similar age bracket, maybe if he has a baby sister, don't go down that yeah, route. Yeah, <laughs> 18 plus. Yeah, 18 plus. But, um, yeah, you can't be... I feel like... And you can always joke about, like, it's like, oh, fuck, his sister's that hot, eh? Or, like, you can always just, like, yeah... Your mum's that hot. Yeah, your yeah. mum's that hot. Like, you were talking sylphs, gilfs, milfs, all that sort of thing. That's yeah. all That's all welcomed. Yeah. But yeah, you can't be um, violating the bro. It'd actually be a moral dilemma though if you if your mate's mum like cracked under you, like you'd be like, what would you do? You'd be put in the worst position. Hey, what would you do? Oh. I mean, depends who mum it, whose mum it is. Yeah, that's but, so uh, true. That, that's the main fact. <laughs> but uh, they say this ride is fucking boils my blood as well, and it's just an instant turn up. But chicks that say oi, oh, like they're like oi, oh hello. <laughs> Okay, that's so that's that's really good. So like, just just say like hello where are you or Bankstown. Hey, just, <laughs> or just give me just give me a like a excuse me or something like that. Like and if, like to a degree, even blokes saying oi, like I am not a big yeah, um, yeah, I'm not a big oya. But I feel like if you're if you're going oi Yeah, it's like the Yeah oi. Yeah oi. Oh, shit, you're just a straight gronk. <laughs> right. You just yeah. need you need to go to like ladies don't be sad, oi. That's, yeah, no. that's some crazy. You need stuff. to go to like some like manner. You could be a ten out of a ten, and I'm like, nah, couldn't, she couldn't do it. Eh? She said, "Wait, right. <laughs> all right." Um, oh, this one I'm very passionate about, coin because we've got a lot of diverse drinkers, and also I just want to clear the record real, like set the record straight real quick right now, guys. I do drink beer, okay. I know it probably sounds like I don't drink beer because I said I didn't drink twoies. I have a twoies in front of me right now, and I'm putting it up to the camera, both cameras. I have a beer drinker. Coin made me out like I wasn't. Like a great northern. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let the record show that I am a beer drinker. I just wasn't that big on twoies, but I feel like I can get around it for the podcast. But on that topic, crime against humanity. Getting into a shout or asking if you can join a shout with boys who are already in one just on the beers, but you're a spirit drinker, right? So say yeah. coin. Me, Coin, and two of our other mates are in a shout. You come along and you're drinking Canadians or bourbon and Cokes yeah. and you want to jump in on the shout. No, you can't. Yeah, no, more expensive. Yeah. Trying to be economical out here. Yeah, 100%. And then it also fucks up like the schooner carry too because you've got a different size glass. Yeah, and you can't. Like, I know how to do a four-far. Yeah. But if you add like a different glass in there. It fucks it. Fucks equilibrium up. Hey, it's going all over the place. The logistics are all fucked. I know. It's, it's not good at all. Hey, you can't be doing that. But Coin, what else we got? <laughs> The cheeky little scratch and sniffing public. <laughs> Try Wait, this. Give me, give me, just for everyone out there who's unsure, give us a definition. What's a scratch and sniff? Scratch and sniff's like scratching your nuts or like little arsehole scratch. <laughs> Some people get itchy bum rolls. Yeah. Probably got a problem, but it um, happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us, Mesa. And um, yeah, the people that do that, that's some, that's some sketchy stuff right there. And you're walking a very fine line, but. I think it's a bit of a crime to be Yeah, honest. it is a bit Even of a crime. I oh, I do it as well. I'll openly admit that. But yeah, you're at the shops and then you got like, you get yeah, a little bit of an itch in the undies. Yeah. And you just give a little, and then you pretend like you scratch your nose straight after. You just do a little. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just scratching my ass and my nose. <laughs> so, uh, somehow they're both a bit cheap at the same yeah. time. And it's got to be in that order. You never scratch your nose first. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, my nose only got itchy after I scratched my ass. <laughs> it's like a button when you scratch your ass. It's like, fucking good. <laughs> Well, it's full of formula. We'll never be able to explain it either. But kind of on that like shitty topic, Mazo, which we always come back to. I don't know now. We always relate back to shit. Just like shit. But oh, this this is something that really pisses me off. 
not replacing an empty toilet paper roll. Like, I don't know why it just pisses me off so much, but like, I swear to God, some people, if there's only one little square of toilet paper left on a roll, and they've got whole big shit stains and stuff all over their ass, they... Like, don't want to change the role. So they literally will use one wipe just to wipe the shit off because they don't want to change that. What, how? And then leave the role there without replacing yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's just, that's ordinary. Like, you're just a shit human being, pun the pun. Um, how much toilet paper should we leave on the roll to justify not changing it over? Has to be at least five. Five squares? Yeah, maybe six-ish. Yeah, because I feel like, squares. like if you, if it's it's if it's becoming scarce, right? Like I reckon if you leave depends on the quality of toilet paper. Yeah, if it's bad that's... quality, not like yeah, probably that. It, we need things. we need triple ply. But so yeah. if, if we've got triple ply, then you I reckon can't even save it because it's a bit more. Well, exactly, but yeah. you can you can justify lift, leaving six squares on there because I reckon I could get away with three wipes there. I reckon I could go two squares with a yeah. fold and then yeah. get away quite comfortably with that. But. I feel like that's enough to leave the roll on the holder. Yeah. Um, but obviously, if you've just left one square on there, you're just a bad human. Fuck, I get creative with wiping A. Like, if you gave, if you gave me a couple, only a couple of squares, I could get the job done. <laughs> I tell you that. But just let, yeah. Also, let me say, Coin is the world's quickest shitter. He's the Usain Bolt of shit. It's because I'm efficient. Anybody that knows me, my whole life is about efficiency. <laughs> I need to try and do things as efficient as possible. <laughs> Once I get in the toilet, I just... See, this is the thing I think, like, some people, like, our, some of our mates, like, Kato, like, especially says that. He's like, oh, yeah, but it doesn't all go on white, but you need to go to the toilet. Like, if you need to go to the toilet, it's all sitting there ready to get out. Yeah. That's, like, my perception. Yeah. Which, that has to be true. Like, there can't be people that, they really need to go to the toilet, but only half of us there, and then they've got to wait another 15 minutes to get the other half. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing, eh? Uh, also, another crime on on that topic is taking forever to do a shit when you know there's people waiting and there's only one toilet yeah like doing that at a party get, get in, get, I reckon personally we should pass some sort of legislation where phones aren't yeah. allowed to be in the bathroom yeah you can't have phones in the bathroom unless it's man. listening to music in the shower that's the only exception yeah that's alright but may say to bring us to an end and the best one I reckon 100% this is, this is fucking weird <laughs> everyone's seen this on themselves in the mirror but being naked with softs on <laughs> Oh, yeah, I reckon that's like it's kind of a bite. Like, it's like it, top one most vulnerable states. Yeah, but also can't. That's a crime against humanity. Wait, just to add, I just to add to it, you got socks on. Put a little bit of fingerless gloves on. We'll talk about that a little bit later. You got a beanie on. Wait, look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> He's like, he's, that bear, but my eyes. He's got everything hanging out. Yeah. And you've just got socks on, cunt. And then, yeah, a beanie and fingerless gloves. Like, you're just covering covering the ends. Yeah. No, <laughs> nothing but yeah. the ends. The extremities. Oh, of the body. extremities. Fuck it, hell. But yeah, that's some sus shit. The bean anger with socks on. Everyone knows, like, how weird you look. Like, you're you just look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, bro, I'm that weird and I'm going nowhere in London. Probably. You're not doing anyone else any favours, are you? Exactly. <laughs> You're actually just making everyone else's lives. But some people have socks on during sex that type people off the like. I've heard that if you have sex with one of the boys with socks on, it's not gay. <laughs> well, don't, we, don't, we don't make the rules. Uh, we don't make the rules. Yeah, that's just what they say. 100%. <laughs> but guys, if you've caught yourself doing any of these things, probably have a good hard look at yourself in the mirror, but as long as you're being open about it and we'll help you work through it. All right, guys, so we're going to be talking about the GOATs across sports now. Um, obviously, being two 
footy boys. We do love and appreciate our sport, so we're going to talk about a couple of goats across the main codes that we've been able to come with. So, Queen, who's your first goat in the NBA? NBA, Mesa, and I think you're probably going to agree with me, maybe. LeBron, I can't go past it, seriously. He's about to get the scoring title, most points of all time. He's just done everything. Everyone brings up, like, GOAT, that he hasn't won every finals he's gone to. Jordan's won. I'd, he, but literally more than 50%. He's more likely in a season to make the NBA finals than he is to not make the NBA finals. Well, he's, finals or playoffs? Made finals. He's made yeah. 10 finals. Well, So that is a stat for you. He's yeah. literally more likely. And players know that. Players know that literally if you've got to get... The one thing you worry about in the NBA when you get to the playoffs is you got to get through LeBron. Once you're through LeBron, you it's a bit it's down road from there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And Coin, I've got to agree with you. Like, I think we're both Bron sexuals. Um, oh, I'm a Bron sexual. Like, oh, I'd do anything for that guy. Oh, eh? dude, seriously, that, that man. And just I'd ride I, or die for him. I think what has solidified him as the goat for us is just his longevity. Like the way that he is averaged now. Pretty much similar, if not he's better. He's averaging like better numbers, three, nine, and seven, or some bullshit, mate. He's average, average it's like the better best numbers. numbers all around in the league, maybe, probably better numbers now than he was as like a rookie. Yeah, like, and he's fucking what is he, thirty nine or something? Yeah, like that's just ridiculous. Well, I this is my argue for like between great players and like or like the best players and great players. So like great players, there's many of them in the league at the moment. That can just pop off on a night and just score a lot of points, like rebounds, all that stuff. Yeah. The difference between that and the great, like the the best player, is that guy's doing that night in, night out kind yeah. of thing, like week in, week out. And yeah. LeBron's done that night in, night out, week in, week out, month in, month out, yeah. year in, year out, decade. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's honest. He's yeah. He's. I think the greatest feat of all time will be when like he plays on the same court as Bronny as well. Yeah. Like, that is, like... That is one way to go out, hey? Yeah, that's... The the funny thing is, though, it's actually been done in, like, professional sports before. Um, mm. In base, in baseball, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Senior, they played together on the same team. Yeah. And I believe... I don't know baseball that well, but Ken Griffey's, like, one of the all-time, like, goats as well. Yeah, okay. In that sport. But I think basketball, like, the durability to stay for that long, it's a different type. Like, it's different to baseball. Like, baseball's like just hitting and pitching kind of thing. Basketball's, like, explosive power. And the fact that LeBron's, like, kept that at this age when, like... In 20 years of playing. 20 years of playing. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. No. That guy's the best. I'd do anything for him. Basically. Oh, 100%. It is the GOAT. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any argument there. Obviously, you've got your Jordan scores out. I know we're probably going to be a bit controversial there, and there's going to be people who are going to... I don't discredit... I don't discredit Jordan's achievements, so. though. And that's the thing. Like, if if I I personally think LeBron's one, Jordan's too easy. Yeah. But I find with Jordan, like those Jordan lovers, that they don't actually put up Michael Jordan. They bring down LeBron. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? They don't elevate Michael Jordan. They actually bring down LeBron. Yeah. I think it's because a bit of insecurity. Yeah. Like they know. Usually, the I feel like the only argument is rings. Yeah, and like is. you know what, um, Jordan. Well, Jordan's a better scorer as well, but, but LeBron's showing that he can score as well. I feel well, like yeah. Jordan probably achieved more in a lesser time. That's where that argument comes from. And they're like, oh, if, if he played for as long as LeBron, like he would have been just as good. But I would argue the opposite and say that LeBron is the only one that we've seen who's had that longevity. Because you look at guys like even D Wade, Dirk, Vince Carter, who all played extended careers like around that twenty-year mark. 
their numbers yeah, they're role they, players they, at they the became, end of their career. They came off the bench. Like LeBron is arguably still the best player on his team in his twenty. Well, he's top five in the league still yeah. easily. And so like, what is he now? Like, fuck, he's about to be the All Star captain for whatever year in a row. And yeah. then he's in his like nineteenth All Star game or something like that. I think he's only ever missed that once, probably from injury. Um, yeah. yeah, it's hard to hard to go past LeBron there. But Meso, uh, let's bring it to our f- favorite sport, NRL. What do you think, Queen? I'm gonna I'm gonna hate saying this because. I feel like it's oh, just such, say it it's such a typical answer, and I'm gonna it's gonna make you fucking cream your pants. Um, I can't go past Cameron's. Yeah, I'm a I'm a hooker, guys. For those in both facets of being a hooker, <laughs> uh, so if you need anyone, ring me up. Yeah, but um, yeah, I have to agree with you, mate. So like being a hooker, just seeing the way he like reads the game and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like. Kind of the same as LeBron. I was about just to say, did it for a long period of his time. His longevity as well. Um, and then play, only ever played a player over 400 games like, professionally. Ne- you never saw him miss a game really either. Like he played every club game pretty much every season. Yeah. Like he was always there available. And I think he was just, he was just smart. Like people, I don't think people appreciate it because people, they, when they watch sport, generally like the more flashy stuff and yeah. all that kind of thing. Yeah. But as we've also said and what our podcast is named after, like... The real ones will see the one percenters, and Cameron yeah. Smith definitely did that, yeah. I reckon. Well, I think I'm making a bit of a bold call now, but Nathan Cleary will be in this conversation. Nathan Cleary will be in this combo. By the time he finishes his... I think he'll be, yeah, best halfback by the time he retires, I think to be it'll be between him and Joey for that halfback role, and then I reckon he'll um, contest Cam Smith as the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah. Personally. Um, but Queen... NFL, I feel like we're both going to agree on this again. Yeah. Um, it's hard to go past the great man. Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You can't. Yeah, it's pretty unarguable. Yeah. I, I don't even think we need to say much more than that, to be honest. Just the way that he went from that structured system at the Patriots, and then yeah. he's obviously gone to the Buccaneers now, and he's just been able to continue that success again at an old age. It's always yeah. these blokes with the longevity who are just yeah. in that goat conversation. Um, it's hard to get past to Tom Brady. It. Yeah. Got to give a massive shout out though to Paddy Mahomes at the moment. He's got a really good resume and he's young as well. So I, th- I think he'll be up there eventually yep. in like the conversations for, but like because of his age and his resume already, he's going to be great. Yep. But May, so we're not the biggest union, rugby union fans. We, we watched it a little bit, but who do you reckon your goat is for that? Well, Quinn, we've only played like one year of union. Personally, I don't enjoy watching the sport. Yeah. Um, it's all right playing. I don't mind. Yeah, playing. playing it's good. I just feel like as ladies, we're used to that. It's a bit quicker, um, yeah. off the mark, a bit more structured, um, and just flows better. Yeah. But it's hard to go past, like, any good sports fan knows the success and just how good the All Blacks are. Like, the All Blacks, uh, I feel like they won up that Queensland side that won eight in a row. Like They're just, like, the benchmark of, like, respect, yeah. like, integrity, like, all that kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, values. They have, like, all these values that are, like, and, like, any guy that goes into that locker room, like, he has to uphold, like, the jersey. Yeah. Like, they, they put it on a pedestal, which I yeah. think is really important as, a, a team as, an, athlete, yeah, well, yeah. as an athlete. Yeah. yeah. Um, 100%. But I feel like also from a country that only has, like, a fraction of the population is what Australia do. And yeah. everywhere else in the world, because Australia is not that, like, population dense compared to, like, your Americas and all that. Yeah. Um, I feel like just coming from such a small country and being able to have that amount of success, like... I couldn't go past an all-black player for the GOAT of Rugby Union. Yeah. And I'm going to say Richie McCoy. Sir Richie McCoy. Yeah. I think, yeah, when we're talking about, like, the, the standards they hold, he was the guy that drove those standards. Yeah. Like, you saw all the videos of him, like, 
picking up like pat, like rubbish in the change rooms after they played. Like just little things like that. Like doing the one percent. As yeah, <laughs> he was doing the one percenters, bro. Holy shit! And like that that rubs off on the young guys. Like you think this guy that's the greatest all black all for those of you that think that of all time is doing those things. Like he's still picking up rubbish in the sheds, doing all folding his jersey the right way out. Like just little shit like I mean, that. He's he's performing on and off the field. Yeah, exactly. So he's just he's a good role model that we love to uh, live for. I yeah. guess. But um, so I'm gonna say I'll have to agree strongly with you there. But I'm also gonna say Dan Carter. Throw Dan Carter in there. Goat goal kicker, of course. I don't know whether he's a goat player, but goat goal kicker, probably one of the most recognised like rugby yeah. union players. He's actually doing. I saw a post this morning. Nico Hines. Yeah, with Nico Hines. Yeah, he's, he's doing, doing some, some stuff goal kicking with Nico. What's Nico like? Get right. ninety plus percent goal kicking this season. A hundred percent. He's gonna. He's gonna be a tank man. Oh, he's putting in the one percenters now in the off season with yeah. But Mason, let's go to golf. Tiger Woods. Tiger. Yeah. Enough said, I reckon. Yeah. All right, let's move on as well. Yep. Just straight to boxing then. Yep. Um, I feel like I personally, I actually don't watch much boxing. Yeah. Obviously, you hear those big names being thrown around. I feel like probably the bloke that, I guess, like paved the way and just that renowned one that everyone knows is Rocky Baba. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not Rocky. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. I, I think... I don't watch like boxing enough, but from what I can get, like Muhammad Ali is like up there, like with the all time greats. But I think his influence also outweighs, like he was a great boxer, but I also think he's in, he was like bigger than boxing. Yeah. Like he had like, cause like the time like he was growing up was when like, kind of, like civil rights, kind of like all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. And he was like a massive advocate for all that. And yeah. he just was kind of an icon. Like, he actually is just, like, a full icon. Bro, I love some of his quotes and stuff like yeah. that as well. Like, yeah. The float like a butterfly, sting, sting like, like a bee. bee. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your hands can't hit what your eyes can't see. Exactly. And all that sort of stuff, yeah. Mate, so I'm going to say people hate him, love him or hate him, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I think people... Arguably one of the most successful athletes. Exactly. Probably, yeah, one of the most successful of all time, to be honest. Like, financially... Mm. Um, Record-wise, fifty and zero finished his career fifty and zero had some massive fights against really good fighters. Yeah, um, I all I think though, I come kind of come back to this. Like, I feel like most people think boxing is about hitting people. I think it's more about not getting hit, and that's why I think Floyd Mayweather's the goat. Yeah, because he was the best. Like at not getting hit. Yeah, just... like not necessarily the most powerful puncher of all time. But you just couldn't hit him. Like, his defense was just better than anyone. That's why I reckon he's the goat. Yeah. No, that's a fair call. Coin, I know that you've been getting into your soccer recently, so I want to hear your thoughts here. Who's your goat? The goat, Erling Haaland. Nah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Messi. Yeah, Messi. Yeah. Messi. I, I think it's hard. I love a short guy. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be able to provide more, like, um, conflict between us here so that we yeah. can have a good discussion. Yeah. But, we just think too much alike, so we're just going to agree brothers. with these things. Hey, just but, um, from the same cloth. Yeah, I think Messi, yeah, definitely Messi. I love, like, a inspirational story. Like, he's actually got some sort of, like, um condition. I don't know exactly what it is. Like, small guy condition. <laughs> goatism. <laughs> yeah, goatism. <laughs> something like that. But, yeah, he. I think he's just separate. The one thing that separated him now is just that World Cup. Ronaldo's never won a World Cup. Yeah. Messi just won it. If it was done on good looks, Ronaldo has him. Oh, he's got him in a heartbeat. Yeah. Good looking guy. Portuguese. Or, or Instagram followers. 
Yeah. But yeah, Instagram well, actually, followers may, as well. Maybe not now. I don't know. No, I, remember, I, I think, think he's the most followed okay. Cristiano. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, but I think um, Leo just got the most liked post on Instagram ever or something like that. From winning the World Cup. Oh, did you see like when he went back to Argentina? Like oh, the crowd. my God. Oi, I actually reckon he's he's like a god to them. He is. Like he's literally god. Like the crowd. I've never seen like a crowd that big. Like the, it must have been tens, no, yeah. like hundreds of thousands in the streets yeah. in Argentina. Yeah. Apparently he couldn't get home. What, I think no, it was it was more than that. I, I saw some stat that said it was like there was like over a million people there. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, crazy. Like apparently, yeah, he tried to get back home and he like couldn't get back into his house because there's that many people oh, waiting man, for him. You'd have, to, you'd have to like flee the country. Exactly. He's like such an icon to them. Full dangerous for him being. But uh, may say ten- tennis. What do you reckon he? Oh, I love Roger, man. He's think... a good good guy. Like you can't hate him. But he also you know he mean? also has like the grand slams to back it up. I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's one of the goats. But he's also just got the image and like the likeness. Like how do you hate Roger Federer? He's such like a nice guy. I just don't think you can hate him at all, unless you're like. You're his next opponent. You're probably the only one that hates him because you're like, shit, I'm going to come up against Roger. Like, exactly. But, but I'm going to have to... You I, can't hate him. Exactly. I'm going to have to counteract you here. My boy Novak Djokovic. I can't <laughs> go past him, eh? Um, the reason why I first started loving him on his come up when I first started watching tennis, because I loved his last name. It's like, that's a cool last name. Djokovic. And because like, you know when you're a kid, you just love like names you've never seen oh, before. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, and then... Most recently, actually, on the weekend, he just won his 10th Australian Open. That's a big feat. Record books, like 10 from 10, uh, 22 Grand Slams, I believe, now. Yep. I think he's getting cl- And I still think he's got a bit to go as well. I think he's starting to solidify himself as the go. Yeah, no, that's a fair call, Queen. Um, we've thrown this one in there. Obviously, not a sport, but in that category. You, you goat Olympian. Uh, Michael Phelps. Yeah, I, I, I can't go past Phelps. Fuck, how many gold medals? I don't even know how many gold medals he. I, you know those guys. So like the all the goats in the sports, like in the sports, were said they get a status eventually where people fear versing them. Like people actually perform worse because they're like, and that's what I feel like Michael Phelps did. Like that's... he would get in the pool. Like people would know they're versing Michael Phelps. And be like, fuck. Like yeah. they, it's just like a mental thing. They just like. Oh, I'm not going to win. Like, yeah. Versing Michael Phelps. Those, those goats just have that aura about them. Yeah. Where obviously they just you know give off that fear of like yeah exactly what you said. You've got to come up against them. Like, yeah. How do you even prepare to come up against the best of the best? Like, yeah. Knowing that you're pretty much not going to win. Exactly. Like, you're not beating and, Michael Phelps, especially in that butterfly. And they've probably like they're they're modest, obviously on the microphone, but like in their own head, they just know that they've got oh, that, that, they've got that edge over you. Well, you need confidence. Like the best sports people ever are like borderline cocky as fuck. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You just need that, like, real confidence. You like, have that dog in you. you got that dog, man. Yeah. No, but, no, I, I agree with you. But to finish it off, Meso, cricket. Oh, love my cricket. Um, it's no, hard, to go cricket past, hard to go past Don Bradman with an average of 99.97 or whatever it was. Sir Donald. Sir Donald. Um, I think that... Yeah. Uh, and obviously, just back in the day, I think it, what makes it more impressive, Queen, is that that bloke was batting with a bat that's the equivalent thickness of my pinky <laughs> on a field that's twice the size. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, he was probably versing lesser opponents back in the day. Yeah. But I just think that the way that we now, as he, like he's passed away now, 
but our kids are going to know who Don Bradford yeah. was. And I think that that's important in the GOAT conversation. Yeah. But I would love to say... Legacy. Le- legacy. Legacy, legacy left behind. Um, but also, I think, like, you name guys like Warney, the King of Spin. I think Steve Smith's accelerating his status as being one of the GOATs in, yeah. the, in Australian cricket. Um, but Michael I'm, Clark I'm probably for being... recently nearly bashing Carl Stefanovi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been a GOAT off the field. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I don't mind Carl. But, yeah, I probably need to learn more about that story there. Yeah. Um, but I think, obviously, internationally as well, you've got your, like, Coley's out there at the moment. You've got your Tendulkas. You've got... Yeah, I'm going to say Tendulkar. Yeah. I love Tendulkar. You've got your Sanya Kairas. Um, obviously, that West Indies team that was so dominant throughout the Brian 80s Lara and stuff. And yeah, you got, yeah, well, he was a little bit later on, but uh, then you've also got your Viv Richards and oh, yeah, 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 all yeah. those points. Um, and Chris Gallagher. <laughs> Chris Gallagher. Um, but yeah, I just think like there's all around good cricketers through every um, decade in history, but yeah, I'll have to go with the Don. Yeah, I reckon Mesa. So let us know what your goats are in the DMs and um, yeah, that's the goats for us. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> and uh, back with our guest's favourite, sorry, not guest. Coin's <laughs> oh, nervous. I'm not nervous. But our, our listeners' favourite part of, like, the podcast, our song of the week, Mesa, and I'm going to kick us off with um, Rockstar and his prime by Juice World. I'm in my sad boy era. Yep. So I love Juice World, and no, I'm not, like, on the edge of, like, killing myself. I really <laughs> like him. I really like his music. I think it's deep and it's good. But Mesa, what do you reckon? Well, I feel like as Juice Lord's now passed away, unfortunately, we can probably appreciate his music more, which is unfortunate. Yeah, and that's the worst thing. And also, it probably hits you more that he's gone. Yeah, I think so. He's like the one person I'd probably nearly bring back. Yeah, I think. Yeah, cool. Just because I want to listen to more music. Fair enough. Um, But coming on a lighter note, we're actually going to the Chili Peppers concert. So, yeah, shout out to my Mrs. Bridie for getting us tickets. Um, but oh, was, that was a little hard. Yeah, that was a little hard. And then, like, if she listens to the whole episode, she'll know it's coming. But um, I don't know if she'll get that far. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go. Actually, Chili Peppers are playing with Post Malone as well. So I get two for the price cool. of one. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Not bad. That's I think that. Very much just think it's a lot better post. Yeah. But by the time this episode drops, that'll obviously be done and dusted. So feel free to shoot me a message and I'll tell you how good it was. Anyway. Um, on that theme, the Chili Peppers can't stop. It is like one of the best hype up songs ever. Like going to the gym, playing cars. I've just got like yeah. that that instrumental at the start that just builds up and builds up, and then. Bro, I don't even know what better. I don't even know what the Chili Peppers say half the time because I think they were fucked on whatever drugs we are writing their music. It just sounds good. It just sounds good. And Melody. If you're if you need a little pump up, can't stop by the Chili Peppers for sure. Um, but coin leading into our inspo, I want to I want you to look down the barrel of that camera. And hit me where it hurts. There's some crazy stuff, man, May. So, but life is like toilet paper. You're either on a roll or taking shit from some arsehole. Holy shit, man. Fuck. That's deep, man. <laughs> that's, that's it's actually crazy how much life is like shit. That's some deep shit. Yeah. It's that clip. Damn. May, so I know you're about to say some deep stuff, man. You're, you're about to get me in my feels right now. Yeah. I'm about to say I've got a good one here. And on the goat topic that we just discussed, I thought... Who better to go to than Muhammad Ali himself? So, if my mind can conceive it and my heart can believe it, then I can achieve it. Shit. Yeah. Achieve anything. That's it. Achieve anything, guys. And that wraps us up for the episode four. Thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back next week. Love yous. Catch you later. Love yous.